0: Hi, it's Kanika, and I'm back with a brand new season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview parenting experts, world renowned thought leaders, best selling authors, and trailblazing entrepreneurs on their incredible life stories and Mom Sense experiences.
1: Hi, I'm Gabby Bernstein, and you're listening to me on
0: That's Total Mom Sense. It's me, Bobby Brown, on Total Mom Sense. Can't wait to share my story. Hi, I'm Dr. Aliza, and you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. Pandemic or not, these episodes will inspire you to make every single day count. Episodes release on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Join my tribe and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode.
1: So what we do is, as you described, we have the smart oven, part toaster oven, part steam oven. It's Wi-Fi enabled. And so we send you these fresh ingredients, the sort of semi-prepped meals, I would say. You scan the barcode and the oven goes, Oh, some miso glazed salmon. And it downloads the recipe, it programs the cycle so the oven will change between steaming and baking and broiling at different temperatures. And you have twenty minutes to go do whatever you want.
0: As moms, we often wonder, am I doing enough for my kids? I'm here to tell you, you are super mama. That's because we have an undeniable superpower, our intuition, and it never steers us wrong. I call it our mom sense. Hi, I'm Kanika Chadda Gupta, and I'm the host of That's Total Mom Sense. I'm a journalist, entrepreneur, wife, and mom of three, twins plus one. Now, if I had a dollar every time I heard, gee, you have your hands full. On my podcast, I interview influential moms from various industries and cover topics that all first-time parents grapple with, from getting your baby to sleep to screen time allowance your new normal in your marriage and how to dedicate time to yourself learn and laugh along with that total mom sense In these days, when we're continuing to stay safe and families are opting to eat at home instead of dining out, premium delivery services have become ubiquitous and oh, so necessary. We've all become familiar with Farmer's Fridge, Instacart, Fresh Direct, HelloFresh, and Amazon Prime, which deliver either groceries or prepackaged meals to your doorstep. I just found out about a new food tech startup that sends you premium meals on a subscription with, get this, your very own oven. It's called Tovala. You simply scan the barcode and the oven knows exactly how much time to cook the meal for. What I was most fascinated about is that it can scan barcodes from other packages, uh, be it Whole Foods or Trader Joe's. For instance, I recently tried making my favorite Trader Joe's Mandarin orange chicken, and the dish was cooked perfectly. In addition to this high-tech capability, it can be used as a standard toaster oven. I am so excited to be interviewing the CMO of Tovala, Leslie Butler. A proud Canadian, she holds a BCom from Queens University and an MBA from Harvard. She spent 15 years in consumer marketing innovation and strategy roles at PepsiCo, Bain, and Kraft. Most recently at PepsiCo, she co-led marketing for the Quaker brand and oversaw innovation, launching over 30 products, generating $200 million in revenue. Tavala has become a dinnertime savior in her busy life with two young boys. And her favorite ingredient is basil. Since joining Tavala in 2018, Leslie has helped drive 5X growth and deliver over a million meals to customers. At Tovala, Leslie oversees all marketing efforts across the customer journey, including new user acquisition, customer experience, brand, and design. Prior to joining Tovala, Leslie was founder of The Growth Project, a strategic marketing advisory business, helping early stage food and beverage startups chart a consumer-led path to growth. Previously, Leslie spent nearly 15 years in the CPG food and beverage industry, where she held a number of senior roles in marketing, innovation, and strategy at PepsiCo, Bain, and Kraft Foods. Leslie, welcome to That's Total sense. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Absolutely. Well, let's just start with uh, your childhood in Canada. Whereabouts in Canada? Um, and tell us what it was like growing up.
1: So I grew up in Toronto, which I think in many ways is very similar to a lot of the big cities in America. I always like to think of Canada as a little bit between halfway between the US and and Europe. You know, it's got a little bit, a little bit of both. I think one of the things, you know, I've, I've been in the US for about 13 years now and kind of looking back on my childhood, I would say one of the things I appreciated the most about Canada was just the level of diversity. It's really a big source of. National pride and strength, and the multicultural aspect, and I think really shaped a lot of my thinking as I came into the U.S. and something I'm thinking about with my boys. So, feel really blessed to have gotten to spend time in in both countries and really love them both. But I still don't quite like the cold. Yeah, <laughs> so we're always the same as the Canadian. Like, oh, you must love winter, and I'm like, no. <laughs>
0: What led you to move to the U.S. then?
1: Yeah, so I, I started working in Canada, and um, I came down to the U.S. for business school. I think I always you know, just admired the level of innovation and growth that came out of U.S.-centered businesses and, and felt like that would be a great career opportunity for me to do that. I didn't think I would stay necessarily, <laughs> and here I am 13 years later a dual citizen, But you know, I fell in love. I lived in Boston for a number of years and now we're in Chicago and I just enjoyed living here and and our two boys are now American. And so, you know, we always think about maybe we'll go back one day, but have really gained a lot being living here as well.
0: Yes. Yes, that's wonderful. And so what took you to Tovala?
1: So, you know, I I was up to go for seven years or so and, and I had an amazing experience and, and got to do a lot of things but I had gotten to the point where you felt a little bit like my learning had plateaued you know I wasn't just kind of having these big stretches of learning in quite the same way I sort of looked at some of those senior roles and they just they didn't feel as you know exciting to me and I think at the same time there's just so much happening in the food industry just so much change and disruption and amazing innovation and I and I really felt like I wanted to be a part of that in a bigger way. And I wanted to take all the skills I had gained from maintaining businesses and challenging myself to say, could I build one? Can I take all of that and actually sort of build it from the ground up and and would I enjoy that? And so, you know, I actually did something that I think a lot of people thought was a little bit crazy. I quit. I'm gonna take a leap. I didn't want to just jump into something and I really wanted Time to kind of explore and learn. I felt like I was at a point in my career where I could do that, and I'm sure you know some people scratch their heads or, or read into it, but you know I just knew what I wanted to go do, and and I felt like I had just come back from my second maternity leave, and I was like, there's no way I'm going to go out and figure out what's next while you know trying to be in a in a fairly. Big leadership position, have two, you know, young toddlers, and try and do that on the side, and so yes. I took time to do that. And for sure, it's one of the bigger career risks I've taken, but it was much less scary once I did it. And I felt like I gained so much just in terms of people I met and experiences I could say yes to that I that I couldn't while I was while I was working.
0: Wow. What was it like kind of talking this through with your husband and other family members? Um, Were they supportive?
1: Yeah, my husband was super supportive. You know, he I think he had a sense that I I knew what I wanted to go do. And I think he was very encouraging. And, you know, you're going to land on your feet and, and we'll, you know, I'll support you in whatever you need to go do. And so that certainly gave me a lot of confidence. And I think my colleagues as well. So I, you know, I, I did feel like there was some good support there. I think most of it was honestly just like my own mental conversation, you know, inside voice conversations of, you know, building up my confidence to go do that. And, and then once I got on the other side, just realized how many doors that opened that I don't think I probably appreciated before.
0: Wow. And what was it that intrigued you most about, you know, this startup
1: I got introduced to the founders and I, I think I really thought I would stay in packaged goods. Like that was my background. You know, that was what I really had known. But when I met the founders and I kind of understood what their mission was, it really resonated with me, you know, particularly as a mom and um, as someone who's kind of worked to make eating well easier for people. And in a lot of my career, I think they had a pretty bold mission and they really were starting with trying to solve that dinner dilemma and were asking pretty big questions in terms of how to do that and I thought that mission seemed really bold and I and I you know I, I remember saying well I need to try the food I need to try the food to be convinced mm-hmm. and I did and I was pretty blown away and so I just I felt like I wanted to be a part of that and I and I felt like some of my experiences could really help so yes yes absolutely and
0: so tell us what just your day-to-day entails as CMO.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's probably a cliche to say, you know, no two days are (laughs) the same. I think what's interesting about being in an early stage startup is your role like really evolves as the business evolves, right? Because the needs of the business change, the team changes. So I would say in the early days, I spent a lot of time with consumers, like really trying to understand, you know, how to position the brand, how to talk about it. It's not the easiest thing to describe because it's pretty new to the world. And so how did we Talk about that in a compelling way. And then as you know, we figured that piece out, it spent a lot more time on, you know, the acquisition and performance marketing and, and all of the, the media side to get that growth going. Now I'm spending more time thinking about innovation and how we build data better into the system. And also on the team. You know, as the team's grown, I would say my role has evolved to thinking more about organization-wide things and strategies. So that's what's been really fun you kind of get to grow alongside the business in many ways try and keep up mm-hmm. um but it really um I think you know for people who enjoy kind of learning and and sort of having challenges every day a startup it's, it's a really great experience for that
0: yes yes now tell us a little bit about how it all works because it's just it's the coolest thing ever and I feel like you know it's uh truly creating this shift into um, our
1: AI-led life. Yeah, the the founders, they very much started with, you know, wanting to solve the dinner dilemma. How do you get a high-quality meal with very little effort on the table? And I think the insight was you really had to look at the whole system. A lot of people had appliances out there that were trying to do it, or they were just looking at the meals. But no one was kind of bringing those two things together to figure out how to transform what that cooking experience looks like so what we do is as you described we have the smart oven part toaster oven part steam oven it's wi-fi enabled and so we send you these fresh ingredients the sort of semi-prepped meals I would say you scan the barcode and the oven goes oh it's a glazed salmon and it downloads the recipe it programs the cycle so the oven will change between steaming and baking and broiling at different temperatures and you have 20 minutes to go do whatever you want you could literally go walk your dog. You could give your kid a bath. You could check up on email and then the oven will shut off when it's done and send you notification. And you have this perfectly piping hot home-cooked meal that pretty much took like one minute of prep at the beginning.
0: Yes. Yes. Now your husband works for a startup as well. Mm-hmm. So um, can you tell us which one and like, how is it you know, working with two scrappy,
1: entrepreneurial, enterprising individuals in the house. (laughs) Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I'm not totally sure I recommend it, but it's (laughs) just great. Yeah, my husband works in the cannabis industry at a company called Cresco Labs that has been just a huge rocket ship. And what's interesting is we followed a very... Similar career trajectory, both working in big packaged foods. We did some consulting, and we kind of both moved to startup at similar time. I think driven by a lot of this, the same reasons. And you know, I think you know, on the one hand, it means we've really been able to relate to each other. We ask each other for, "Hey, have you met someone who can help you with X, Y, and Z?" Like we swap um, <laughs> nice. suggestions and learnings all the time, which is great. Um, at the same time, you know, there is a, a level of heightened Pressure and intensity that comes with being a leader at a startup, and so trying to figure out how we make sure not to bring that home and manage that well. And I think I remember the early days of COVID. We're both a quote unquote essential business, and late at night on our laptops, trying to figure out how to continue to operate, lead our teams, deal with homeschooling. You know, it was it was for sure a rough in a couple of months, but I think we always support each other and, and kind of can understand what the other is going through. So it's worked out right in that way.
0: Yes. Yes. Do you have any um, parenting advice or hacks that you could share?
1: I, you know, I definitely don't feel like we've got it all figured out. So I'm a big believer in like what I would call the oxygen mask theory of parenting, mm-hmm. which is like, take care of yourself first. I'm a better parent if I'm well-rested, if I've worked out, if I've spent some quality time with my husband or my friends, you know, and it's hard because especially when you work and you feel like you're supposed to be spending more time with your children and just trying to think about quality over quantity and, you know, taking care of yourself isn't selfish, it just actually is making you a better parent. So that's something I think, you know, over time I've, I've really come to believe and, and tried to use that to help. Frame some of my decisions, so that's for sure one. I, I would say another one because um, I didn't know too much about this, but the O Care program has been huge, mm-hmm. um, and I think you know not as many people know tons about it, but it it's a really affordable solution. It's really flexible, and it's been the surprise was just what a great cultural experience it was for us and the boys. Um, and so that's certainly been something that um, you know I think has been really great for our family life.
0: Right, right, exactly. Tell us about a mom sense moment that you had with your kids where you were like, I just have a gut feel, we're gonna do this.
1: So one I would say there's definitely a pressure to try and, you know, over schedule them and sign them up for tons of things. You know, you hear people about learning additional languages or an instrument or really getting deep into a sport. And you know, I just my sense was that you know, I wanted to have a good amount of unstructured time for my kids. I wanted us to be able to have time together. And I think but frankly, with two pretty busy working parents, trying to fit all that into the schedule was probably just going to create a lot of stress. And so we've been pretty choiceful about the things we do. And it's, it's definitely hard, you know, I definitely question, you know, are they going to miss out on some important skill or socializing or, you know, but just feeling like, you know what, I think, I think you do have to think about what is best for the family as a unit. And so just trying to try to trust my gut on that one.
0: Right. Right. Absolutely. Let's not forget our quote of the day. And do you have a quote that you live by?
1: Yes. So something I, you know, I say to my husband all the time is this idea that happiness is the difference between your expectations and your reality. And it actually like plays out, you know, every time I find myself a little frustrated with something, I kind of think, okay, what do I change here? You know, my expectations out of whack. Is there something about my current situation I can change? And it really helps me think about what's a solution. I've used that even with my teams, you know, thinking about a particular problem. And and I often find it's one of the two. And it's just a good way to, to get some perspective and help you think about how to move forward. So, you know, I think it's... It's just been a really good framework that has helped me when I felt stuck with a particular situation. Yes, yes, exactly.
0: It's now time for Mom Hall when we share products we love. Uh, is there a product that you're loving outside of Tavala that is, you know, just become a game changer for you right now?
1: Yes. Well, so one that's a, kind of an interesting one is um, the Facebook portal. So we had gotten this a couple Christmases ago as a way to keep up with our family who's in Canada, and you know we certainly use it. But it's been a real lifeline for us in COVID. It's almost like a Zoom, but the device is so much better, and the camera's amazing, and they've got all sorts of things built into it. And so we will like bring the portal to the dinner table and have dinner with the grandparents, or we will bake cookies together, or they. When we were all kind of locked down, my dad would do a weekly story session with the boys on the portal. And so just being able to have a bit more of that connection has been really great. We need to convince some of our kind of good long distance friends to get one. And so we do happy hour on the portal. (laughs) So It's been, you know, something that I think has been a great product for us during COVID.
0: I love that. And is there anything else that parents should know about Tovala and, you know, why you're so passionate about the brand and how it's been helping families through this time.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, obviously I'm a little biased, Mm -hmm. but on, or I have been a loyal customer for two years now. It's really had a huge impact on our family. And I think one of the things that really attracted me early on was, was spending time with customers. And the thing I would hear over and over again was this changed my life people wrote us letters and said, this has saved my marriage, or I have lost weight, or I would have been able to go to grad school because I now have a way to solve for dinner. And so just like the impact that it's had is hugely motivating, I think, to me as a marketer, um, and, and obviously as you know, more of an entrepreneur and just kind of seeing that impact. And I know people kind of read about it and are skeptical. and And then when they try it, it's like, oh, wow, this is almost too good to be true. So that's something that I've just really really loved and, and being able to work on something that, that really does have you know positive impact on people.
0: And can you just walk us through the subscription model, the price of the oven, things like that?
1: Yeah so the, the oven is normally if you were just to buy the oven it's 299 but what we do is we say if you sign up the order six orders of meals in six months, the ovens one ninety nine. All the meals are 11.99. Um, every week we have a new menu, so there's about 15 dishes. It changes every week. We have everything from amazing Indian curry dishes to you know barbecue chicken mac and cheese and salmon and everything in between. It, it, it's many ways similar to a meal kit, but we have the oven that just takes all of that um, work out for you. So it's. Um, I yeah, be great. <laughs> it, no, it is. it
0: is. And you know, it's the wave of the future because to have an app sync up with your oven um, and have so many appliances at our house be uh, smart appliances is really revolutionary. and it's something that we're so lucky to see this shift. and this is gonna be uh, the paradigm for. The next generation. And it's going to be like, you know, so commonplace. But to see it happen before your eyes is, I, I just love it. I find it to be so fascinating.
1: Yeah, it's one of our founders early on said to me, he's like, you know, why do we have to cook everything? I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> <a> great question, <laughs> you know, exactly. and I think it's sort of challenging some of those things and, and, you know, we all love to cook. It's not about saying you don't ever cook, but giving you some flexibility a few nights a week to do other things. You know, there is a little bit of expectation and pressure to kind of do that. I think, unfortunately, more so than for men. And so being able to have a solution that doesn't, you know, mean you need to compromise, like you can still eat really well. So
0: Yes. Yes. It's super cool. And it was so nice to hear uh, your story and get the backstory of Tavala. You know, I'm excited to be able to like share it with my audience because this show is rooted in problem solving and you're doing exactly that with your work and this brand.
1: Well, thank you so much for having me. Really enjoyed chatting with you.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode with Tovala CMO, Leslie Butler. I'm sure you all had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And if you still have leftovers, I'm telling you, Tovala, the the oven is your best friend. I'm reheating all of my favorite dishes and, you know, coming up with other ways to mix it in and enjoying them as I use the, the oven. So definitely check out Tovala.com to learn more as always follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chada Gupta and at that's total mom sense. That's where I post all the information you need about my upcoming episodes, IG lives, uh, my distinguished guests and more. And of course you can write to me at that's total mom sense at gmail.com. Remember always trust your mom sense Stay strong, Super Mamas. See you next time. (laughs) That's total mom sense.